All right, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Awesome. All right, so I'm, I just want to, you know, uh, like I said, just take some time. You know, thank you for coming on the show again. It's been, what well, I think it's been around a little bit over a year since we did our last one, like our first one, which is, which is to me, like, to this day, like one of my favorite interviews, you know, I've had the chance to conduct because uh, you really opened up about, you know, your path, you know, where you come from and where you plan to go. And I thought it was, it was very, it was like a very like inspirational like podcast, I think. And I think, you know, the listeners really took it and enjoyed your story. And I'm just happy to have you back on, man. And uh, yeah, everyone, this is Young Lit Hippie, one of the best artists out right now. Check him out. He's coming out of the Portland area and he's currently in Los Angeles and he's killing it. He recently put out the Bird EP and he's working on his next album. He's dropped two crazy singles, and yeah, I just I just want to take some time to say thank you for coming on the show, man. I appreciate it. Hey, thank you, never having me again. Yeah, it's been a while. It's been like like since last summer, not the summer past, but the one before that. Yeah, pretty little bit over a year. And uh, yeah, bro, thank you for having me on the show for sure. Dude, anytime, you know, it, it means a lot. And I, I just want to, you know, jump in and just ask you, you know, uh, ask you, uh, how has the 2019 been for you and everything? You know, it's been some time. I've chatted with you here and there, you know, just through messaging. But, yeah, man, how are you doing? You know, what's what has uh, your uh, process been like as far as, uh, you know, have you just taken some time to write new music and just get back into the swing of things a little bit and just get some more inspiration, you know, for your for, uh I feel like an artist has a gas tank, and sometimes, you know, you need to refuel. You recently put out an EP. I just want to ask you, you know, what is what has 2019 been like as far as, your, as, far as uh, you know, for your creative process? Uh, as far as the creative process, I feel like it's been like um, it's been more like life-learning experiences. Um, creatively, I feel like. The more you do music, the more you understand where you belong in music. So you start, like, figuring out what your strengths are, what your weaknesses are, um, and what what shines the most out of you. And everyone has that little spark in them. Everyone has that little thing, especially, like, everyone that makes music. You, you do have it. You just don't realize until you start to seem more aware of it that you have something that does connect with a lot of people that does hit so i just been like and also it hits with yourself it connects with yourself a lot more than you realize so i started just like really concentrating on finding those things with uh within myself and really trying to expand those uh to reach them further so creatively it's just been like i actually got to a point it's actually crazy so uh i was making a project um working on a project with these guys in San Francisco. And I met them through uh, actually a homie I met at um, the San Francisco Music Conference. And uh, he basically took a liking to my music, but mostly all, even more than my music, he took a liking to me. Like we just connected on a personal level. And um, 
he wanted to help me out in any way he he could. He's like, yo, like, how can I help and stuff? And uh, so we've been friends ever since. He connected me with these producers out there. So we got together. He flew me out. Uh, we started getting in the studio, working on some stuff, and we just clicked. And we started making pretty dope music. It was a different kind of vibe and energy. Um, but it was okay for me because, I mean, as an artist, I don't really, I'm never like, I'm not going to try to do this or do this because of these reasons. You know, I kind of just um, don't think about it. I try not to overthink it and just kind of just do whatever I feel like I want to do at the moment, you know, instead of worried about, oh, I shouldn't do this type of rap or I shouldn't do this type of music because I'm this type of person. It's like, like whatever for me I I don't think I should really overthink that too much now as far as what I'm actually going to release out to the world yeah I gotta figure out how much what I'm going to release and all that stuff and how I want to do it but just as far as even just creating music just for the fun of it I'm just going to kind of do whatever and just see what comes up because it could be the next big thing that I just if I didn't try it I would never know so I started doing this project with these guys made like a few songs like three I think that were like complete though I'm like okay like I like this but um the the thing I realized was um with these with the songs and everything I was kind of um I kind of stopped like at first we're gonna make a project and get all that together and like like oh we're doing this but um I think after a little bit everyone has like their certain way of like working and everything and we we definitely connected on a certain extent, but at the same time, I, it had me realize that I was forcing too much into one style at that point. Because with them, I, I did a certain style of music that was slightly different than even what I'm releasing right now. Actually, it's way different. But we were working on that, and, I, and it was dope, but uh, it was being pushed the idea that I needed to continue just to do music only like that. And it it hit a part of me, but it wasn't fully who I was because I don't feel like I need to force a certain idea upon what my music should be. Like every song that anyone's heard of mine from any point in me making music, all the, every song was not intentional, like to a certain extent, every song was just naturally made. It was like me experiencing something and I was expressing it through art. That's really what it was. So when I made certain songs, even people would be like, oh, man, like, 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 how did you do this? Yada, yada, how did you do that? It's like, I really just fucking made music. Like, I was just naturally in the zone, and I made it like that. And um, none of it's super intentional. So I try to just, like, remind myself. And I feel like a lot of artists get stuck in that stage, too, where they're just like, damn, like, do I have to make a song like this? Or I have to make a song like that? It, and that in my opinion, it's the biggest writer's block of life is like trying to overthink that. You just have to kind of do what you feel like you want to do. And from the beginning, how you did it, that's how you should feel now. You should have that same energy and same feeling as you did when you first started rapping. You're doing it kind of because you, you just like to do it, you know? So you have to like really capture that. And so I think 2019, I was really working on getting that feeling back and not so worried on what I need to be perceived as. Branding is a huge thing and everything, and I definitely have know about that, like considering that and putting that in my work. But you don't want to mix up that with when you're in the studio actually creating. 
you gotta you gotta have the a business side and artistic side on two different spectrums, and that's what I respect most about independent artists that are building their own label, building their own businesses. That they got both sides. Like you're an all around. If you can be a businessman and you can be the creator, then there's no there. You don't need anybody. You really don't. You just need to really work your ass off and believe in what you have envisioned creating as an artist and execute it through your business. I like that, you know, and, and uh, yeah, thank you. I feel like that's such a, wow. So like, so this past year, I think, you know, especially like listening to your music now, I, I had a feeling I'm like, I, I feel like there was a lot of growth and a lot of breakthrough because, you know, you were putting out so much content, you were doing your, your uh, weekly freestyle and you, you were constantly putting out music. And I just had a feeling like you were hitting a good creative flow. So I, I was like listening to your freestyles, and I was analyzing, and I was thinking, okay, if his freestyles are going in this direction, I I always like think like he's probably working on his album right now. He's probably going, because uh, that's the thing. Like with the the Bird EP, one of the things I really enjoyed about the album was it's it felt very uh, it was very cerebral. Like when I listened to it, it it didn't feel like it felt like. Like, this is not, I, I couldn't compare it to anything. It's it's simply, it's you, and it's you expressing yourself, and that's what I love about it. And I'm very excited for uh, your uh, next album and, and what you're working on. And I, wa- and I want to ask you, too, because you recently released your uh, new single, Can Not, and, yeah. and, and I, I love the single. And what I love about it is, like, you, you bring so much energy on it, and you bring this, you bring this fire, and and also what I do like is that you mentioned, you mentioned scam rap, and and uh, I I want to get your opinion on it because you referenced it, you referenced it in one of uh, your lead singles, and uh, I just want to ask you, what's your opinion on that? Like it's kind of become this uh, subculture in hip hop. What, what, what do you think of that direction? Um, so the culture's changing like constantly, and um. And I'm not saying, like, maybe not changing the right word. Maybe, like, the culture's just expanding in so many areas. Like, rap has so many genres now. Like, and with that, like, the internet um, technology, how it's so accessible to a crazy extent right now. Um, people don't realize even, like, when I was in middle school, I mean, or even, like, just, say, like, 10 years ago, like, like touch screens weren't were like a futuristic thing. It was like, oh, one day we're gonna have touch screen phones. And it's just like the growth of how much we went from like dial up internet to like now I can just pick up my phone and be on the internet and be connected with anyone in the world. I can hit up anyone like type thing. It's it's changing the game. So with that there's a lot of new jobs that come in. There's a lot of new um um, independent uh, companies coming out because you don't and the only reason you build an official LLC company or like a legit corporation back in the day is because no one would know you're a legitimate company unless you did have some sort of building and some sort of um, certificate because nothing was online everything was in person you have to see that person nowadays you can be online and you can make your page perceived as if you are official so you're able to construct stuff in such an independent way. Even a 14-year-old can do it and pretend like he's 25. And 
sells beats online or, or maybe he does promotion, uh, marketing, he ups your Instagram or sells you this or sells you that type thing. So literally it's now it's a, it's a blessing because you have a lot more things accessible to you as far as like, man, I need someone to model for this. Like I can find someone online. I need someone to help me with this and I can find someone, you know, but then the bad thing is that's so accessible that it's saturated with, with all, like I said, with just anyone, anyone can do it. So that now makes it come back to the, the consumer to be like, damn, so, so now I need to figure out um, how to recognize what's, what's uh, unofficial and what's official. And the only way you can know that those things is, first off, for me, my learning process was experiencing things, but also gaining knowledge from those that have already been through it is the most efficient way, for sure. You want to gain knowledge from the people that are already in the music business, that already you know they're official because of more than just the uh, internet side or talking to them over the phone, like you've seen the results of their company and what they do and stuff. Um, they're around the right people. You Like, they're at the right event. Like, they know the right people, all that shit. Like, you just tell the difference. So, um, I think that scam rap, basically, like, when I kind of mentioned that in the song, um, like, I want to come with that scam shit, better back, 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 back up. Like, it just basically means, like, dude, you, I mean, everyone gets it, such that's an artist. People that are don't even make music probably get it. They get messages in their DMs or whatever, like, oh, I can help you do this, I can help you do that. And, um, yeah, dude, a lot of that stuff's just scams. It's just people literally, they will go through their uh, Instagram or whatever, and you can message a thousand people in a day or something. It's ridiculous. And even if, like, three of those a thousand people, or even if just one of those a thousand people were like, yeah, I'll buy your product or I'll, I'll try your thing, or like, however much, like, you can even do it for a hundred bucks or whatever. Like, you know, that kid made a hundred bucks in a day or whatever. And so it's just like, it's it's like a thing that people do to try to gain side income through the internet, which is like, I mean, the internet opened up so many type of businesses, you know? So when you do something like that, people literally make money off scamming. Like people, people do it off the internet all the time because it's so easy to make yourself look a certain way and be a certain way officially. And it just tricks some people. It tricks some people because of the way they perceive it or uh, people think that, people should just be trustworthy, good people, you know. When you're young, you just hope that people are that way. But, you, you know, you, you just learn and you just know, like, what what's really there. So you got to, you know, like, I, I don't know if every artist has been, like, scam, scam, but I've definitely been scammed a couple times, like, in my, like, previous years that um maybe really just, I think it, it flipped the switch to where I, I knew then from then on, it's like, I got to, like, really analyze everything from every aspect because if I don't analyze everything from every angle, every angle and every angle doesn't check out, then I'm not doing it because, um, it has to make sense to me. It just has to make sense. Uh, that's why the thing with like, another thing with comes with scanning is like fake views and, uh, fake everything else. It's like, if some people are, are maybe okay with it, I don't know, but, what I do know is that a lot of people probably intentionally buy those things thinking that they're legitimately going to be seen from that. 
and it's going to give me real views and like real retention. But what people don't understand is that you trying to take that shortcut is too easy. There's no such thing as something that easy that's going to make you way bigger than you are. Like you can't spend $10 and become famous overnight. That's all I'm saying. And so the people that, that do those things, they're like, oh, man, my, my views are going up and stuff. Yeah, but um, if you don't, like, every out, every um, app has an algorithm. So, like, for Spotify's algorithm, if you uh, have a certain amount of followers and say, like, um, and this is, like, percentage-wise. So, like, say you have 20,000 followers and you got, talking about with math, but, like, you got, like, a 1,000 likes. Or you pay for a thousand likes, or or even fuck it, dude. Maybe you maybe you paid for like ten thousand likes or whatever, and you got like five thousand comments or something like that. So it makes sense. It's like, oh yeah, he has this many followers, but he pays for this, yada yada. But the thing is with uh, Instagram, is that when your algorithm, when you don't have a percentage of your own followers liking your your photo, so say like not even uh, like one percent of your followers liked your photo then Instagram is not going to share with the rest of your followers. It's like, cause Facebook now owns Instagram. So they kind of do that same thing where it's like, it's like, yeah, the percentage of your own followers. So you can have all these random people like your shit that you, you pay for or whatever, but they don't follow you or they're not really like, it's not integrated. It's not connected. And a lot of the, the profiles are liking your stuff. It's spammy or something. So like your actual real followers that actually really like your stuff may never see your stuff as much because, the percentage of your actual followers liking your thing is super low, but all these random people are liking it. But it's not efficient to you, you building what you're trying to build, you know? It's it's just like a shortcut way to make yourself seem a certain way, but it's not the right way. Uh, and I, I'm not saying it's even the wrong way, but it's definitely like a harder way because then, you, then when you want to like sell product or you want to get actual numbers of where you're growing, what countries uh, people are listening to your music in, um, like where you can do shows at that'd be efficient, who you can hit up, like where to start contacting people, like give you some next step. Now that's way better of information to have than to be like, damn, I got all these likes and followers, but I don't know what that means. You know, like you could probably get brands that you up maybe and stuff, but even then, dude, there's sites that you can go and put someone's Instagram profile on, and it'll tell you how legitimate their profile is. It'll tell you, um, like It'll just tell you everything, like how it'll tell you if their their reach is organic or it's like fake or what. So it's crazy how many non-active uh, followers they have. So you get all those followers, but like ninety percent of them aren't active. Like they don't do anything, like with your profile at all. It just brings your algorithm super low. But say me, I have two thousand followers, but even though I get like hundred and fifty likes that's a decent percentage of comparison to how many followers I have. But if I say I got like 400 likes right away in the first hour, then uh, Instagram would take that and it would put it to um, the rest of my followers. So it can get more attention. So it's like, that's why people do like um, Instagram groups or like stuff like that, because they have everyone on the same kind of time frame. So when they post something, if they like it within the first hour or whatever, and like comment, and it's like, if you can get in enough people that are actually messing with your brand legitimately, that legitimately mess with your brand, 
so you're not spamming people, but like they they know when you're like they turn your notifications on or whatever, so they know when you're posted and they're like, Oh, I'm gonna help them out and like like this and do this right away because that could actually boost his shit to other people. Then um that's the real way. That's real growth. That's how you really do it. You really DM people, you really connect with people, people that are like, I really fuck with your shit, you'd be like, Hey bro, if you could help me out with this, like just like one little thing, like my next post would be like it right away, blah blah blah. I think that could really help like get my stuff to other people that may never see it. And it's like, yeah, bro, why not? You know, like that kind of thing is uh, what I connect with. I just connect with like actually networking. And then along with that, you go out to places and you, you meet people. You connect with people on Instagram. Now you're not just connecting in a personal, a personal relationship. Now you're connecting online too, which is just as powerful. They're both powerful in different ways. You need them both. You need a personal relationship and an internet relationship with a lot of people. Um, that's, that's the way you grow your connections. You grow your fan base. That's the right way. The other way is just it's sloppy and it's it's not the correct way. So that's why I had to make sure with um like everything, like like yeah, scam rap is a real thing, man. People do get scammed all the time. You gotta be careful. You gotta if you want to start making moves like that within the internet, you gotta have a guide someone to guide you a little bit. Someone that already goes through the stuff so you can send them it and be like, Yo, is this legitimate? Or do you think this is fake or whatever, you know, and let them get their opinion. At the end of the day, it's your decision what you, you do, but you have to, like, look at the positives and negatives and look at, is this really, like, legitimate? You don't know, type shit. Like, you don't want to know that. You want to know names. You want to know where they're from and, like, what they do, who they represent. See, hit up the people they work with, see what they say. Um, Yeah, all that shit. You know, I agree because it's interesting because, uh, you know, I I, uh, I leave, like, the email for my podcast so uh, people can leave me music submissions, and I'll go through them. And, uh, you know, so I'll say I'm open to sponsorships as well. But I, I'm, I'm thinking about, like, changing that because, again, like, I, scammers hit me up and, like, some dude emailed me. And I didn't fall for the bait or anything, but, you know, whatever. He was trying to say, hey, if you promote this product, I'll give you a percentage of money. And it's it's like a different now like they're kicking it up a notch and like oh you'll get some money out of this and it's kind of, and then I'm looking at this and it's just now nah, I don't think this is a good way you know for me to find a sponsorship and it's just yeah the scamming it's you know you, you did mention it yeah it's like you know they're, they're like it's like they're selling hope to really impressionable young people you know a lot of the time and like that's how they bait them in and like it, it happens like it's it's messed up but it happens you know. And, I think like the the organic process that you spoke of is, is is the best process. You know what I mean? Like like as far as like followers, my Instagram page doesn't have as many, but like the interactions on it are genuine, and the comments are most, for the most part genuine. And uh, my main page too, as well. So I have a like my followers have dropped down because I took a break from it and I didn't post for a little bit, but. Um, it, it's like still though, like like when I do drop like a you know pick, it's not like I'm getting a million likes, but it's like I don't need that at the moment. It's it's weird because you know again, it, it's like when people want to rush the process to look a certain way, that's when everything suffers the most. And exactly. you know, I, I just the music doesn't matter at that point to them. And you know this is this is kind of interesting, you know, lead up, but you know like since like you know you've had all this time you've had all this growth i want to ask you you know what has the process been for uh your uh new album and uh, i just want to see like you know is there a is there a possible release date you know you could let let us know about is there um any 
any um you know information you want to put out there about the album, like even the titles, if you, if you have the chance. Yeah, so uh, I actually making a lot of music, and uh, No Alternative was my new project that I'm gonna drop. I uh, actually had a whole project ready for it, pretty much, but um, I I wanted to wait on it because uh, I want to be able to promote it the right way. So basically, what I'm doing is a lot of songs that I'm making, I'm just concentrating on releasing them as singles. And, uh, then I'll basically what I'll do is just like when the time comes, then I'm going to, uh, create this project, but I'm going to build a lot of following and relationships through these singles. So I'm going to continue dropping singles for a little bit. And then when I do drop a project, I will have a big investment and, um, um, a big, a big like plan set and ready for when I release it. Cause it's not really about the content, um, learning about that shit being ready. It's more about how I'm going to uh, bring it to the world in a way that people are going to see it, but also people are going to be ready for it and understand it at a, at a higher level. So people actually get to know the young, what hippie is, and then they, they solidify that through the album, you know? Um, so right now I'm just like going to be releasing uh, singles and heat like that, and then um, boost those up. Um, new music videos as well, and yeah, I mean the process is just um, it's been just like being dedicated to putting time towards it every day, and then also um, making sure you uh, create music in a nat in the most natural way possible. The thing is, is that sometimes. I'll be in a studio writing and stuff, and that's that's dope. Sometimes I'll be in my house and writing, but mostly, like, you want to be, like, fucking out doing something, and then you actually, you just randomly came up with an idea, and you just write it down right there. You write, you write your ideas down immediately. And um, that's how I feel like the most natural songs are created is just by, like, going through experiences, and then you fucking write about it. <laughs> and so that's kind of been my process is just, like, kind of working, doing what I need to do. Like today I'm going to um, be working on some of the video, like one of my new music videos. So um, yeah, it's just basically just working towards everything you do and then capturing the process in, in the process. Because when I'm making my music, I'm doing some creative. Sometimes I might think of something else that I need to do. So then I just write it down real quick. Um, yeah, so that's basically it. Isn't it interesting how how locking can bring up your creativity a little bit? Yeah, um, yeah, dude. I uh, I walk around, I pace around and shit all the time when I'm creating. All the time, so, but um, yeah, I, I think it's because maybe because of the, the like your blood circulation or something. It's just something your motion. So you're not really even when you're driving or like when you're in the shower too. You kind of have um your brain gets stimulated in a certain way where you can come up with ideas. Um, just because you're not really concentrating on thinking about an idea. Like, sometimes when you're just creating, you're, like, you're like sitting there and you're like, gosh, I got to think of this, I got to think of this. And, like, and you're trying to think so hard about it that you can't think of it. And then it comes to you when you're not really, like, trying, you know. Um, but then when you're walking, you're kind of just, like, thinking about walking. You're just kind of pacing, looking around. Like, it's giving your brain something else to do besides strain it on an idea. 
it's almost like too, like yeah, it gives you a chance, like the you know, it's like you know you're sparking things up in your head, like, and you're not overthinking, you know, like you you mentioned, like you know, being in the shower. I mean, even cooking, you know, what I mean, it puts you in a place where you don't, you can't really think about other shit. You really just have to focus on the task at hand, and then that's yeah. when the best ideas come. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I kind of do. That's my creative process. I mean, like I I take ideas. I'll look at them later, and I'll, like, be like, okay, let's write a song about this. And then I'll just, like, put random, like, every time, like, like I've been trying to find the right time, no better time than right now. Like, that was literally how I started on because I was like, damn, when's the right time to, like, write this song? I need to be in the right mode. I need to be in the right zone. That's what I was thinking when I was, like, first writing the song. <laughs> so then, like, that's how I just kind of came out rapidly because it's so naturally, like, what I was already thinking. And so it's like, I don't know, yeah, it's, it's definitely just by like going through experience and stuff, so it's like, damn, like, like it's, just, it's wild, man. <laughs> you know, I wanted to, real quick, quick segue, like, do you ever, like, um, like, sometimes, like, do you ever have days where, you know, you hear a beat, you can write a whole damn song, and then are there ever days, you know, where, because I know, at least for me, like, I might, like, you know, write a verse, and I might do a really clean verse, and then I wait a few weeks, and then I come back, and then I'm able, like, you know, to maybe have a good follow-up. Like, do you ever bounce around? Uh, I'll, do, I'll do that all the time. I'll, like, work on multiple songs at once. So I'll, like, hear a beat and rap them to real quick. I'm like, all right, next, next beat. Go to another beat, rap to real quick. Go next beat. Do that, just rap, just like almost like a uh, at first, I'll just like, like sometimes I'll just freestyle to it, other times I like will sit and just write something to it real quick, and I'll I'll go to it to jump around, and I'll be like, listen to another beat, whatever, do a few beats, and then I'll jump back to one I really, I was like, oh, this one I really like, though, like this, this first stick, I sucked with it, so then I just go off that, and um, yeah, I'll jump around. So sometimes I won't finish a song. Sometimes I'll, like, sit on a song with one verse and a chorus for, like, a week. And I'll just listen to that. And I'll be like, damn, so what, how do I want to run this second verse? Like, I really think about it. So, yeah, sometimes it does take me a while to, to write a song because I'm, like, doing multiple ones at once. But when I write, when I finish one, it's like I'm almost done with four others, you know. So, yeah, I definitely jump around all the time. <laughs> and, you know, I remember in um, our last interview, uh, like you had a really cool take. I remember when I was, you know, asking you about how you 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 studied the business side of things. You told me that you uh you looked you looked to Mac Miller a little bit, and you were uh, studying his independent grind. And you know, I wanted to ask you because it's been a year since his passing, and and you know, other information that's come out about his death. Uh, I just wanted to ask you, you know, like from from the perspective of someone you know who studied you know, uh, his ethics and uh, his music. Uh, how do you think his uh, death has uh, changed, you know, the, the climate of the music industry so far? And there's a couple of other people I could mention, you know, such as Triple X, Tantacion, and uh, Little Pete. But what, what do you think Mac's uh, uh, death, like his, his impact, has, uh, what do you think it's been like since he's been gone? It's It's been a crazy year for, uh, like, last year. Like, we're losing a bunch of rappers. Like even Nipsey Hussle, like it was just oh, like Nipsey too. Yeah, sorry, my goodness, Nipsey. Yeah, especially yeah. Rest in peace, Nipsey. Um, rest in peace, all of them. Like Mac Miller is just like someone I looked up to because um, I when I was young, young when I was like when I was a little bit younger, I like heard him on um um hot new hip hop, and that's like when I first type 
I've heard of Mac Miller, which is crazy um, to think that that's like how I, I first heard of him. And, but I think that his, his influence and everything was just like, honestly, like I was heartbroken when I heard he died. I was like super, I was like depressed for like a week. And like, I literally didn't even want to like, I don't know, it was crazy. I was in a, a weird mind state. I'm not, probably for a month actually. It was just like a weird, weird thing for me. But um, I think that, you know, with his death, and I think he made great music for when he was on this earth. I think what he's released is phenomenal. Even his last album was just insane to me. Um, I compare, I literally, like, the way that it sounds, as far as instruments, as far as what he's saying, but just how it fits together and the quality of it, it I compare whenever I'm, like, having a song engineered, I'm like, I like this sound, how he makes, like, his shit sound is just so, like, flawless to me, especially in his last album. And um, so I think that he's definitely... It's it sucks that you can't hear any more of him, but it's crazy because he didn't have to like be anyone else besides him. So he changed the game in a weird way, I think, in my opinion. He was one of the first like white rappers. Like Eminem definitely was himself too, but Eminem is more gritty. Like he's from like Detroit. Like I don't know. It's it's like Macklemore's image was so laid back, and he was just kind of like the dude that everyone liked, and. You know, even though he was a white dude rapping, like, it didn't really matter. It's like, and he kind of, like, helped break that boundary of, like, yo, anyone can rap if you're dope, you know? Um, so I, I feel like he really brought that to the game. Like, he really, um, I don't know if he was definitely not the only one, but he was definitely a contributor to that of just, like, bringing together that diversity and being, like, like, yo, I'm just a, I just love to make music, and he happened to be really good at it. Um, really good producer. Uh, you know, like, he would, like, he played a bunch of instruments and stuff, too. It's just, like, so, yeah, his impact is good, man. I mean, like, the thing is, his music lasts forever, so you can always, you know, like, like listen to his work and see what he's done in the time he's been here and appreciate that and know that, like, damn, like, like, you just got to appreciate our artists while they're here, you know? Like, I, that's what I, I hate is that I could have went to a Mac Miller show in Portland, and um, I didn't for some reason, and I can't remember the reason why. But um, I didn't go when he was in town, and it's like, damn, I'm going to go to the next one. And there never was a next one. So, just like, we got to appreciate our artists while they're here, and also, you know, like, just watch out for the ones we care about and stuff, because you never know what tomorrow will be like, everything is you know just given to us and we don't know why we're here but we know it's been given to us for some reason so we just got to respect that and you know really take advantage of that don't waste that on but it's like don't sweat all the small stuff it's like so many small things that like really affect your life and really make you feel a certain way but like at the end of the day man it's like you're sweating all the small things you're forgetting you know the bigger picture and the reason why you know, you are alive and shit. Like, you got to appreciate that shit. So, yeah, dude, like, like Max, like Death, like, uh, X and all of them, like, they all had an impact in some sort of way that was pretty powerful um, in a significant way. And so you really wish that they would just be, like, old, like, you know, in their 50s, 60s, like, you know, still here. Probably made many more albums, many more great things. Like, um, 
you know, who knows what they would have done for the com- their communities or would have done for other things. We don't know what their plans were, but um, you just hope that there's more people like that. I mean, there is more people like that in the industry, but you just hope for more and more of those kind of people, you know. Yeah, because Mac Miller, he, you know, in every interview with everyone else, it's, no one had an issue with him. Like, he, Mac Miller, for some reason, Mac Miller, like, no, the, the reason was, like, he, he was such a, you know, cool dude. Like, you know, he wasn't just trying to be anyone else but him. And, like, you know, you literally see, if you go through his catalog, he kind of worked with everybody. He worked with everyone from, you know, French Montana to Sean Price. You know, he could work with the conscious type rappers and he could work with like, you know, he could get like, be on a Lex Luger beat. He could do whatever he wanted because he wasn't fronting. You know what I mean? Like he, he accepted that like, hey, you know, what I mean, like I can blend in and I can I can work with almost anybody because, you know, I'm, I can get along with almost anybody. And it, it really worked to his advantage because, I mean, what is it? Um, that one mixtape he did, Faces, there were so many, like, classic, uh, like, I don't know, for me, some of my favorite Mac Miller records around that mixtape, and uh, Mac and Delic as well, but, like, the way he could just, like, switch up styles, like, so effortlessly, effortlessly, like, I, I don't think, like, there's ever going to be, I don't know if there there can be anyone like him really like that. No, he's Mac Miller the one and only as far as his sound. The thing, too, is, like, him and, like, any other artist, like, but when I was, like, looking towards Mac, like, his style was him. He could rap on any beat, and he's still Mac Miller. And that's what, like, I aspire to be with my own music is, like, I want to be, I could be on any type of beat, but I'm just young like hippie. Like, you know what my sound is, and you know what I sound like, and you know what it means. So it's, like, that I I really aspire to that. I really look up to him doing being that like a certain sound and you can hear him on any type of beat. It wouldn't matter and it still sounds like Max Miller. It's like that's the dopest thing to me. It's like you know he's not really forcing himself to change throughout the type of song he's rapping. He's you still see that side of Mac Miller and it makes sense. It's like 'cause it is it's real. Anything that's really truly real will make sense. It's insane, yeah, you know, because, like, you know, he had a lot of, he worked, I mean, he collabed with Freddie Gibbs on a record, like the Pinata, like, posse mm-hmm. record. He had a great verse, and he um, collabed with Royce the Five Nine on, on Prime, and it's, you know, yeah. he, he, like, he had, he, you know, like, his solo work was great, and, yeah, like, again, like, he covered so many bases, and the way you put it, where you said, you know, he could hop on any beat and be Mac Miller, you know, I think that's that's like the te- that's like the testament of why people, you know, respect the real artists. And I think that's why people are, are are really getting into your music. You know, and I see your fan base growing, and I uh, see I see everything you're doing, and it's really cool to see. Yeah, bro, it's just about being consistent and just like really believing in what you want. I, yeah, it's it's all. I mean, like, there's just so many. Um, there's so many things you can do, you know, like, and you can listen to so many people, but at the end of the day, you got to listen to your heart and just, like, be like, yo, I'm just going to be fully myself and try to express that to the best of my ability. you got to believe in your creative work. you just got to believe in it. Because if you don't believe in it, then how do you expect anyone else to? Um, yeah, that's just real, man. Hell yeah. And, and, you know, since, like, I have here, I do, I do want to ask you, too, you know, since we're talking about music, 
What do you think about the Pacific Northwest, and, and do you think our, our scene is growing a little bit? Because I feel like the Pacific Northwest, like people talk about the West Coast, and they never really talk about Oregon or Washington. We usually get, like, left out of the conversation. I feel like that's changing a little bit because, you know, I, I think, like, you know, there's you and, and then there's, like, there's plenty. I think that we have a lot of people coming out of the Pacific Northwest. There's a MMA. Uh, there's 98 plants. So there's a lot of really good underground cats on the come up too, and I, I just want to ask you, you know, what what do you think of the scene, you know, in the Pacific Northwest, and how do you think it's going to grow? Um, Portland's always been super creative. Like, great artists come out of Portland, and I was actually at um like a house party a couple weeks ago, and there's a bunch of Portland uh, dudes there. So there's a lot of people that are like integrating back and forth from um, from Portland to L.A. and the Bay and all that, just hitting the West Coast area, like, um, in Shavlin and maybe other places, too, and their, their careers doing, you know, better. Um, but, yeah, there's a lot of dope artists out there. I think that um, just to get to the next, like, step as far as business-wise, like, your branding and everything, like, expanding, you got to go to the bigger city just because you got to go, like, Los Angeles because um, – or even the Bay, but but you got to go somewhere like that to like get your stuff even more out there. But Portland's definitely like a, it's a spot where brews great artists. Like it, it's creating a different energy of people um, that are gonna make di- different kind of developed music. So like Amine, he came out and his stuff was like fresh because like where he came from. It, it it's like we we could kind of be like not used to it but like we could expect some like different shit because we we know like when we you don't know what you're going to hear when you hear ours from portland it could be anything it could sound like bay area music it could sound like it doesn't really you don't have like a specific sound sound it's like it could kind of sound like anything but usually it's always slightly different because um we just have that we just have that energy up there so um i i, I follow a lot of you know portland cats like uh danny sky is super dope uh I love Keith Canvas, um, like Issa, Issa's music. I used to bump his album all the time. I used to have an actual CD of Issa's. Um, and there's, there's a, I'm, I'm like forgetting a lot right now. There's, there's so many, but, um, dude, like honestly, uh, yeah, man, Portland's just like it, it's the, the place where, and not even just Portland, but the surrounding areas, you know, Eugene-ish area. Uh, Vancouver, like I'm just telling the whole spectrum of even like the in between Washington, and Oregon, um, you get some different artists, but you definitely have to like expand that shit because if you don't take it to the next level, no one else is gonna take it to the next level for you. And some people get big by accident, but it's, that's super rare. That's very rare. Very true. Like, there's, there's a, there always has to be an effort, you know, to, to get somewhere. And, like, that's the thing. You can have some of the best music, but if the promotion isn't there, you know, it, it, it can really affect you. But, like, I think that's the thing, though. Like, I would, isn't it weird, like, though, I feel like I see a lot of people where they have, like, great promotion and they, they don't really have good music. But it, it's kind of, I think the formula, like, again, you know, you mentioned it earlier, like, I think the the real artists, you know, people like you, you know, they're taking the the marketing and they're taking it seriously. But as well, you know, you talk about being well-rounded. You have to have the music to really 
keep people interested for the long for the long term longevity of it. You want to build like you know, oh wow, like this is a great project. I can revisit this. I like this music. You know this this song. You know I, I did a workout and blah blah blah. Like I got through it. You know this song. I love it. Like you know it's a great song to drive to. Like you're gonna you're gonna basically you're gonna be a part of their life. You know what I mean? Like they're gonna take that song that you do. And they're going to uh, integrate it into their life while they do things. And it's going to be associated with memories. So I think it's a responsibility as an artist. And that's why I love to see, like, you know, people like you, you know, people uh, from, you know, the scene that I'm in. Um, because, you know, I, I'm definitely, like, you know, at a point, I, I'm really trying to work on my promotion because I feel like, you know, I'm developing my music as well. I'm putting it together. But to see what you're doing and to see how, you know, you're, you're really uh, like get, getting out there. It's uh, it really makes me proud to see, and it really inspires me. So I think, dude, you have a you have like to me like because dude, you know it's crazy. I go to the dispensary down the street. I live in Salem right now. I go to the dispensary down my street, and I mentioned your name actually. I said, yeah, I like to I like to listen to Young Lit Hippie. You should check him out because we were just talking about music, and she's like, oh, I know that guy. And every person I mentioned you to, they know who you are. Like, and then most of the time, they're from the Portland area, Salem area. They know who you are, man. So, like, you have, like, a lot of great, like, local ties. Like, I, I've seen, like, myself. That's dope. Thank you, bro. I appreciate For that. Real. Big up, man. That's, Big up, yeah. It's, it's just, like, it's just, like, working, like, bro, like, honestly, like, like, when I first started making music, I, I didn't been doing it for, like, or anything serious, you know? And it wasn't until I was in college and I dropped out because I was, like, realized at that moment, I didn't want to do anything else but music. I was like, what else I want to do for a living? It's like, I didn't care. Like, I was like, I just, I want to do music and I'll figure out a way to do it. And at the time, I just didn't have a plan, but, like, I wish I would have had a plan, but everything happens for a reason. And I'm here now, in this situation now. And I'm, I'm just really relying on um, what has brought me here so far and that's just my heart like just following what I need to do and shit so it's like through that uh, I feel like anyone can do what, what they want to do as long as you follow what's in your heart and just like really believe in it and I, I'm a Sagittarius man I'm a dreamer I already know that like people are like you be dreaming a lot I'm like dude I'm always inspired you know and like and there's always times too you get in your in your down moments writer's block all that stuff but you got to realize you can't have ups without downs there's no such thing as a good without a bad so you have to have both and you realize that those things happening is balancing your life you gotta accept it rather than fight shit you know so yeah man that's just the process i've been learning to do and you know i try to share that with other people because i'm like look maybe that might help someone else like figure something out faster than i did you know (laughs) got it man and I, I, I totally agree, you know, because it's a, yeah, life is the balance. It's the yin and the, it's the, yin and the yang, you know. It's like, imagine if, if you only had, like, you know, cake for breakfast. It's, you know, you're going to get tired of that cake, and then you're going to be like, I need some fucking potatoes. I need some nutrients. You need some struggle sometimes to really, you know, uh, become strong. You know what I mean? That's the truth. It makes you stronger in the long term. Yeah, exactly. And so it's like, you feel that you have to, yeah, you got to push for more. You got to push for more. Like, what's that next thing that's going to make me really uncomfortable? Let's fucking do it. Because <laughs> you got to put yourself out there and be uncomfortable, man. Like, you, you got to, like, take, take those boundaries. Um, so, 
definitely like, you know, stepping stones and all that. And then you, you start realizing more and more how real, real shit can get. Like, it gets more and more real. It, it just gets more and more crazy. You think about something that you want for so long, but the moment you start seeing little hints of just little things, not even maybe happening to you, but happening to people around you, and you're like, damn, that's what it's like to be like that. And you start really realizing the, the whole thing. And it's crazy, man. It's like the more closer you get, the more... But then you have to build your personality to be able to live and, like, you'd be happy like that. And, and you actually accept being like that. Because some people want to be famous, but they don't really realize what, what comes with all that. They don't get it yet. But when you when you start being around that, you get it. You start seeing, like, damn, that's what, what it would be like. So. Yeah, that's the truth of it. And, you know, I got... I have a couple of uh, other questions. Like, they're a little bit more, like, you know, they're a little bit more on the lighthearted side, like, as to, like, uh, you know, just, just kind of like your background, you know. And uh, and since you're in L.A., I think I'll just tack this on. Um, you know, food-wise, like, it, like uh, you know, I mean, I, I go to Portland quite often, and I have been to L.A., but, um, like, like, for, like, the person who's listening who hasn't been either, you know, what's a restaurant you would recommend in Portland and what is a restaurant you would recommend in Los Angeles? Damn. So, in Los Angeles, uh, first off, it was, like, on the top of my mind, uh, I would recommend going to Neighbor. It's, like, um, near the beach, and uh, it has, like, all types of food there. And it's just, like, good vibe. Like, they have, like, a lounge area. Um they have all that kind of stuff. So I go there and next door, and if you're like really into Italian food, uh, the next spot over is like an Italian spot. It's called Felix. And that place is like really well known as a, one of the best Italian restaurants in LA. So um, you try that spot out too. Now in Portland, I have to like really think about that. Because like I, in, in Portland, I would go to, um, gosh, what is that one? But it honestly reminded me of like the Heathman, uh, the Heathman Hotel, how they have a restaurant in there. It's kind of like that same vibe, but a little bit more laid back. Um, I cannot remember what what the name of that restaurant was called, but it's like right in downtown. Um, let's see real quick. I can find this shit. I'm also a really big, like, breakfast dude. Like, I've recently stopped going out for breakfast because I'm just like, fuck, dude, I'm just going to, like, like, make it myself. But I, I used to, like, really go on to breakfast jams and shit, too. Um, oh, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm like Walt Jr. I fucking love breakfast. Yeah, dude. I, I sometimes go to, like, some breakfast jams. It's, like, super unique. But I'm not going to IHOP or anything more. Like, that's just, like, uh, too much. Um, that's too much. That's too much money on such little. I'm like, bro, I'll I'll build my own omelet and all that. But <laughs> um, see. I'm actually gonna look it right now. Okay. I mean, I mean, like, cause like, that's the thing with Portland. Like, you know, it's so hard to think of one. So if you just think of like some dope ones, just rattle them off. You know what I mean? Like, cause uh, yeah, like, cause, like there's there's a lot of iconic spots in Portland, like a uh, Voodoo Donuts and stuff. Yeah, I mean, like, honestly, there's so many restaurants, like, that I, I can't even remember, like, 
I mean, I usually, I even go to a lot of uh, food trucks, you know, because I'd be out on the street anyways, just like going from somewhere to somewhere else, and there's a food truck. <laughs> I'd always be eating at those food trucks like, all the time. Um, let's see. Yeah, because I'm like super into like Italian food. Um, I'm super into like breakfast vibes and all that stuff. Um, I wish I could remember which one. I wish I could remember which one that was. Oh, there's that one. I mean, like, like I like, um, I guess like bars aren't really like, really like restaurants, but, um, there's a couple bars that, like, I go to, like, near, like, Alberta, um, Alberta Street, like, uh, what was that place called, um, that one's only for Metcom, but I can't remember right now, it's kind of high, too. Um, <laughs> it's all good, you should have Yeah, bars of Metcom. Um, oh, Bar Bar. I don't know what that. <laughs> you hear Bar Bar? I haven't heard of it, no. Oh, okay. Um, it's it's also Mississippi Studios. So yeah, Bar Bar. Um, it's like connected with this other spot and it's it's like a it's like a venue, but um there's also a bar and like food as well. Just pretty dope vibes. Um, Mississippi Studios cool. And there's like a place right next to that too. Actually, I'm not gonna be coming back up um, pretty soon, actually, because I have to get my license renewed, and I'm gonna do it over there. So, and that's Shit, like man. my birthday, which is next month. <laughs> I really know. Well, happy early birthday, man. Maybe uh, when you come up, when you get together and stuff, and I could buy you a bike heat or something. Yeah, dude, that'd be dope. We'd do some for sure. Oh yeah, bro. Fuck. Like, yeah, cause uh, like honestly, man. Like, I've even been uh thinking, you know, like since it's been some time, like, uh, what is it like? Cause I, I actually, uh, like, this is some point in the future. I, I was, I was wanting to talk to you about this, but there might be a song. Uh, this is B. I have in the staff that you might be interested in. Just uh, you know, I think I was listening to it and I just heard it and I was like, you know what? I, I don't know. Like, I just, it, it just seemed like something you're gonna be interested in. It just it's a it's a vibe that I think it, it's just really it's just one of those beats you just hear it you know it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, uh, but I wanted to, I wanted to also just uh go in and um say yeah yeah just just thank you for coming on the show, and yeah you know like like I said it's really cool like you know because there aren't as many I feel like locally. Like I really like to talk to people, you know, um, you know, like who who come from Portland, you know, because I see that you're out here expanding too, and I, I know you're breaking. I, I feel like you're you're one of like the few people from Oregon who who who's, you know you're breaking into the mainstream. You know what I mean? I see that for you. You know what I mean? And I mean that in like a positive way. And you're doing it without compromising your actual craft. Yeah, thank you, bro. Oh, yeah, man, Shit, just man. one day at a time and then just build that up, you know. Thank you. you know, I, I appreciate appreciate that. And, 
and I wanted to, you know, just just to ask, you know, what, who do you think is there like, who do you think motivates motivated you the most uh, in this year? You know, I think everyone has that person in that in their life. It can be a friend, you know, a family member. Like, is there someone in your life who's just helped keep you motivated? Um, I would say honestly, for this year, 2019, like I was most motivated. Um, like my my friends and family always motivate me for sure. Just to keep going, my family is awesome. But um, who really motivated me this year was a uh, logic. I uh I met him um on accident, and um basically like got to talk to him for a while, and um I asked him certain questions, and he just really like made things a lot more. It, it, everything made a lot more sense, so it just motivated me a lot uh, after that conversation with him and how I am doing my stuff now and, you know, make music and stuff was definitely, um, it definitely helped. Uh, so if you don't mind, like, what, what were uh, some of the points he gave you, if, if you don't mind me asking? Yeah, uh... So I'll, I'll tell you one that we basically talked about was I asked him about my project I was going to drop in, how I was being pressured into just kind of doing a certain realm of music that like, I thought was dope, but I didn't know. I, I wanted to just, it, it felt too constricting for me. I just wanted to kind of just make music how I always was making music and just develop that and make that better. But he was just basically like, yo, don't listen to anyone. Because, <laughs> like, he's like, you know how many people tell me what I should be doing or what I should do? And he says he just does what he feels like he wants to do at the time, and he does just does it. Like, he doesn't overthink it, basically. And just, like, working hard, if you believe in yourself and you believe in what you want to put out there, then you should just be able to do that. And for him to say that with, you know, like, he's very successful. He's definitely one of the top artists in the industry. Like, he knows what the business side is. I mean, he knows every, like, you know, like, he does. So, it was like, when he was telling me that stuff, I really took it to heart and was just like, and then he realized, like, damn, like, he's right. Like, overthinking it. Like, you just got to keep, you got to be pushing, just be different and, and push that and believe in it. All you really got to do. People are just too scared to, to fully commit to that. And that's uh, what's inspired me in 2019, for sure. Wow. That's a hell of a moment. I'm glad I had that question, you know, ready because I'm thinking like, <laughs> I, that, like I want, I wanted to have you know like the what, who, when, where, question. I wanted to have every like segment of question, you know. But that's I'm happy I asked that because man, that's really awesome because, you know, I'm just picturing that, you know, like because it's not not as many rappers are as cool as Logic, you know. People, I feel I feel like you know at points like people on social media are really kind of hard on Logic. And they, they pick at him, but at the end of the day, like you know, he's doing something right, and and I like a lot of his music, and he has put out some great bodies of work, and he's been consistent these years, and like it, like he seems like a genuinely nice guy, and that's so cool that you had that time like just to talk to someone, and I I just remember like I just remember like first interviewing you, you know like how how you were telling me you know about how, you know, you got to be yourself and you just got to stay authentic. And it's cool that, you know, you're, you're getting that out, that confirmation 
from people who are, you know, as successful as logic, and it just lets you know that you're going on the right path. Yep. Yeah, exactly. And, 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 you know, in this, uh, so since, like, the year is coming to an end, you know, I want to ask you, you know, what do you think is uh, is going to be happening for you in 2020? Like, I know you're just going to be working on music, releasing releasing your singles, but uh, is there anything else you plan on doing, you know? Um, a lot more shows. Um, I'll be a part of festivals. Um, I'll be dropping uh, bodies of work. I'll be dropping a lot more music. You'll see a lot of music videos from me in 2020 as well. Um, you're gonna see a lot of growth. You're gonna see a lot more stuff. Uh, you're gonna you also have a I'm also my merchandise out. So I have my website and my merchandise. So anyone that supports can buy my merchandise. Um, of t-shirts, hats. Uh, we're gonna have, like beach towels, like uh, we'll have like accessories as well. Like I'm getting like anything as little as like lighters and chapstick. Um, yeah, any any lifestyle, anything for any part of your lifestyle, probably have merchandise for. Um, so yeah, it's getting the brand out there, you know, and like uh, yeah, being young with hippie. Huh. Dude, that's that's awesome, man. I'm I'm proud to see how you're doing it and killing it. And uh, it's it's awesome, you know. Like, like I said, to see a guy like you know from the same scene I'm a part of, you know, out there, um, you know, just making it, you know, and just you know staying consistent. It's awesome to see. And I I, uh, I just have a couple more questions left. I know, I know you you, were, you know you were you you, you stay on the ground, so I don't want to hold you too long. But I just have a few more questions. Uh, this is this might be one of the most important ones I'm ever gonna ask anyone. Who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? I'm sorry, was that question? Yes, yes. Who is your favorite Ninja Turtle? This is very, I've been, I, I like to, I, I, I've been trying to implement more questions like this, you know, because I think everyone, you know, everyone has a favorite cartoon, right? So you rock with the Ninja Turtles, right? Yeah, I've, I've watched it like a while ago, but I would say, I, I, I'm i trying to remember if this is his name or not, which I think it is, because um, I could get it beginning mixed up with Leonardo. That one was um was he the was he the, the the kind of like well not he's like the genius one kind of the one that like makes um he's the oh, one I think with that's the Donatello you're thinking of Donatello's the, the smart one the one with the the purple the band the purple band right oh yeah that's Donatello you got it Donatello yeah say not no Donatello yeah Donatello's probably my favorite honestly <laughs> just because he's so like crafty. I I like the craftiness in a character like that. Like in general, crafty people are intriguing to me. Exactly. Like he doesn't like cause that's the thing you have like Raphael like he's going swinging, but Donatello is much more calculated. You know what I mean? I think that's that's a cool comparison. I like that right there. Yeah, yeah. I yeah, that's yeah. fun with her. Uh yeah, you always go swinging stuff, it is dope too, badass, but like you always gotta have that that master planner, you know. Exactly. You know, fuck man. I I get a lot of inspiration. I think I think a lot of artists get a lot of inspiration from cartoons. At least I do. So I like to ask, you know, that question. By the way, what is your uh, favorite cartoon? Um, one of well, my fa- one of my favorites was Dragon Ball Z. Like yeah. I I watched that series a lot. So and I you'll even hear references to Dragon Ball Z sometimes in my songs because I, I fucking love Dragon Ball Z. 
I don't I don't watch it really anymore, but like I think the impact it had on me as a person was huge because um like like Goku was just so like dope. Like the thing is is like to him almost dying multiple times and him also dying and stuff, he'd always come back and like still be able to somehow succeed in what he's trying to do. It's just like it's dope. I was like was like to have the mentality of a Saiyan would be like is it's super dope to me. Like you're you're evolving, you know, and uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. What doesn't kill you you come back just way stronger. <laughs> and that's like a dope aspect I, I feel like putting towards life is like uh, super cool, you know. Man, I really like that. Yeah, because like again, I grew up. That's one of my favorite shows. And, like, you know, I always had to deal with that debate, you know, Goku or Vegeta, but I feel like they both complement each other because they are brothers, and it just it just makes sense. Like, I love I love all the characters in that show. They all serve such a great purpose. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's just like, yeah, it's, just, it's crazy how people evolve and come together, like, in different aspects of life. It's just, like, a crazy way of explaining life in a, in a different way. It's like life beats you down, but, like, you come back way stronger. Like, Goku, like, fucking just, like, almost dies trying to, you know, like, be one of the, the top henchmen, if it was Frieza or Cell or uh, Majin Buu or, I mean, like, fucking go on to Excel, but, like, the same thing is, like, you're almost dying, but then you just, like, come back so strong, like, then they can't even fucking beat you no more. You, like, turn to Super Saiyan 3 or some shit, and then, like, all of a sudden, you're way stronger than they were, <laughs> and it's, like, it's just crazy. I like I like that. It, that, that was one of those shows. And I also like Rick and Morty, so I found that cheap. this t-shirt is like uh, Rick and Morty. It's like Rick and Morty and uh, Dragon Ball Z combined. It's pretty funny. But, uh, yeah, dude, like, there's a few cartoons I like, but, yeah, it's one of my favorite. Man, that's, that, like I said, you know, that, that cartoon is my shit. You know, uh, what is what has been your favorite album of 2019 that has come out? Ooh. Yeah, that's a hard one. Know, right? uh, Actually, let me let me say this. Uh, if you like top top three, top five, you know, rattle some names off. You know, um, Saint John, that guy came out with a really good album. Um, Jack Harlow came out with a good album called Confetti. Yeah, Confetti. Um, who else came out uh, with something super good? Um, uh, NF. Have you heard of NF? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's dope. Yeah, he came out with an album super recently, and I was like, damn. I'm like, that was hard. Um, I can't remember what the album was called, though. But, yeah, that, that album went super hard. And I actually need to go back into playing some of the songs again because I listened to it, um, like, maybe, like, one and a half times through I listened to it. And then um, I never, like, got back to it. I didn't even have anything in my playlist, I don't think, but I definitely was like, dang, this is really impactful. And it was actually a really long album. Um, can't remember the title of it, but I'll look it up. But then also, uh, Todd the Creator, I don't know, did he drop that in 2019? I think so. Uh, Igor, that was another one. Like, at first, I didn't really like it, but it was because of, like, what I was expecting, which is what I shouldn't do, is expect anything. But, um, it was something he dropped something way different and so I listened to it again I was actually like laying on the beach looking at the sky and I was just like listening to it and I was like dude this is exactly this makes so much sense now so yeah I like this uh, album a lot 
even with his new album, that was crazy, actually. I I really like his new album. I even know his Rich Brian efforts. I had to, like, look at it a couple times. I was like, that's this is the same guy, right? No, it was just like, yep, it's him. He sounds, like, a little different. But he still sounds good. He sounds good even when he first came out with his other songs, like That Stick and stuff. It was a pretty cool song. But he, uh, his album is phenomenal. He's a really great rapper, actually. And who whose yeah. album was it again? I, I couldn't hear the artist. Uh, it's uh, Rich Brian. Um, Rich Brian and the album's called. I don't know, oh, this is one of the songs. Huh? But uh, what is the new album? Is it called The Sailor? Yeah, it's called I'm The Sailor. I think you know what I think I might have heard of that. I'm gonna have to look into that. Um, because I usually I, I at the I usually do like a monthly like roundup of of all the albums and like talk about them. So I'm gonna have to check that out, man. Yeah, good plug. Yeah, yeah, bro. Yeah, there's so much to give me artists now. Uh, YouTube's awesome. I'll just go on YouTube and watch different artists stuff and music videos, all that stuff. I try to stay in tune as much as I can with stuff. You know, it's so much now. So. I try to stay in tune with the independent grinds too. So, some people be dropping shit, but they don't promote it the same way. So you're not going to just find them. Nothing that tells you about them. Um, but, you know, I always go digging in the rabbit hole. Oh, yeah, man. That, that's the thing with the internet. Like, it's, it's a treasure chest for art. You know, you can find so much great shit now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and um, you know, I just want to, like, my final question, this comes down to this. Uh, if you could give a message to the youth, you know, what what would you say to them? And um, just what, what what would just be one thing that you could say to inspire them, you know, just, like, to give them hope? Um, Honestly, you just have to just keep working and, like, believing yourself. There's not enough belief in uh, – people don't believe in themselves enough, I feel like. And so you just got to, like, continue to actually believe in what your purpose is and what you want to do and really, really truly like just believe in it with all your heart and go with it uh work hard you know like nothing's gonna be given to you easy nothing in life is easy if it is that's just a blessing that's just a lucky thing that happened and you should take advantage of that but don't expect it expect you to have to work and um think and know that that's okay Wow, oh, that, that's that's a perfect advice. I think more people need to hear that, you know, because easy ways is something that isn't really there all the time, and that you just have to work. You know, that's the sure way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it takes longer than others, but it it hard work always um, shows. It will always show. Very true. You know, that's a fact. You know, it's it's all about you know just the hours. It's the hours that matter the most because. You know, again, we live in the day, we live in a time period where instant gratification is the is the end thing. So to preach, you know, patience is kind of like it's not cool, you know, but having the patience and having the will to work, you know, that's honestly all it takes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Well, well, thank you, man. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for, um, you know, opening up, you know, talking about your music and, uh, you know, your inspiration. I think, too, like, I, I, there were a lot of great moments, I mean, everything from, uh, you know, your uh, opinion on Matt Miller, your your, uh, your uh, summary of your year, 
beating logic. I, I think, wow, man, like, we have a lot to go off of. So I'm excited, man. And, and next time you're in town, just let me know, get together, you know, have a bite to eat and just shoot the shit, you know, off the record. Just Because I feel like we've done the podcast. I would just like to, you know, just talk to you and just, you know, like, you'll get to know you just on, like, like you know, on some regular level, you know. Because the podcast is fun, but I just want to say, you know, the, the person that is behind the music is, is really cool. So thank you for uh, coming on and expressing yourself. All right, thanks, bro, for having me for sure. And, yeah, we'll link up. Oh, yeah, man. And, uh, yeah, and uh, you can uh, feel free to let the people know where they can find you on social media. I'll make sure to drop a link below in the description. And, um, yeah, if there's uh, anything you just want to plug real quick, feel free to go for it, and then we can wrap this up. Yeah, so you can find me on social media, um, Young Lit Hippie, Young Lit Hippie. That's Hippie with a Y. You can find that on Instagram, uh, find it through Google, YouTube, uh, Spotify, uh, Pandora as well. Follow me on Spotify and Pandora or either one. That'd be dope. Apple Music. Um, yeah, so find me on any of that. Go to my younglithippie.com website. Uh, merch will be up soon. Subscribe to that email listing. And I'll keep you updated with uh, new merchandise and when my shows start going on work, what videos I'll be in, new music videos coming out. Um, you know, ask how you can be a part of the community and stuff and um, help me share things for, you know, uh, free free merch and all that stuff when, when I have it ready. Uh, we're just growing the team little by little, but every day it's getting bigger and bigger. Oh, yeah, man. No, that that's that's awesome, dude. Yeah, just just keep at it, you know. Um, keep doing your thing, and we'll we'll make sure we'll make sure to support on this front, and uh, I'll make sure this podcast gets out there because your story is a. Uh, I think it resonates with a lot of people, and I think more people need to hear it. Thank you, bro. Thanks for having me again. Hey, dude. Anytime, bro. Anytime. I, it's it's been some time coming, but I felt like the timing was right. You know, you've been you. you couple of singles i just had a feeling that you were uh, you were working on something special so thank you for coming on and uh thank you just for giving me a synopsis on your year and uh yeah i want you to have a you know a good 2019 a great 2020 and uh you know awesome career because i i like your music man i it's I, i'm genuinely a fan you know that's just how i feel i'm genuinely a fan the bird ep i i love uh i love how you crafted that project together the concept and uh you know when you told me about it you know in our last interview going to it and listening with like you know like knowing like the person behind it it made it